Hello, everyone, and welcome to Angels in Fur Coats. I am Harold, your host. Episode 2, Chibi. It occurred to me that after doing the preface, which was centered around the canines, why are the first two episodes centered on our feline friends? I wasn't completely sure. I suppose it may be because these were the last two friends we had to say goodbye to, and those memories are still pretty fresh. So bear with me as I tell you about one of my best friends. Chibi. The first Chibi was my daughter-in-law's cat. She was so young and small, she didn't even look like a cat yet. But she took to my 90-pound German Shepherd, Magic, right out of the box. The daughter-in-law would let her out of her room, and she would run down the hall looking for Magic. When she saw him, she would make a beeline for him. It was literally the cutest thing I'd seen. I would have loved for her to have grown up and to see her and Magic's relationship. But unfortunately, while doing the kitty thing, she knocked over a large bottle of shampoo onto herself and died sometime later. My daughter-in-law blamed herself, but it was nobody's fault. And there was nothing she could have done. But after that, my D.I.L., as I will now refer to her as, did two things. One, she began fostering cats and kittens and would find them good homes. This had long-term results for me as years later, I would adopt Minnie from her. The other thing she did is adopt a beautiful fluffy gray kitten that I often simply called the gray kitty. But my D.I.L. named her Chibi in honor of her namesake. I suggested her to name her Chibi too, but that name really never stuck. I thought it was catchy. Chibi too. Chibi too. Kind of rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Ah well. Our son and D.I.L. lived with us for a while, and when they moved, weren't sure they would be able to have cats. So we offered to take Chibi, but that was just too sad of a thought for her to even entertain. They took Chibi, and the years passed, and came a time when our D.I.L. needed us to take her. She knew we'd be happy to. One of the first things the wife did with Chibi was take her to get groomed. Her fluffy gray fur tended to get matted, so they trimmed her and buzzed her to look like a lion. She was fierce looking. The other cats in the house wanted nothing to do with her. This actually seemed to bother her. But to the rescue were our two German shepherds. The body language was so clear. First, Magic told her, we think you look just fine. Then he gave her a little kiss slash lick and walked away. How do I know he said, we think you look just fine? After he walked away, Maya, who was standing next to Magic, did the exact same thing. Cats. They are strange animals. When our D.I.L., 
That's my daughter-in-law, for those of you not paying attention. Dropped Chibi off to live with us. It was as though she thought she was in enemy territory. Strange house. Two cats that weren't all that friendly. Two 90-pound dogs roaming the premises. Or she knew them, but it had been a while. So she went stealth mode. We gave her some space, and after a couple hours, we tried to find her. We found her in an obscure part of the house, but she quickly retreated to an alternative hideaway. Our bedroom closet. Those big green eyes staring back at me, I implored her to come out. And I think she appreciated that I didn't make her come out. I worked a lot of long hours in those days, so I went to bed early that night. And as I began to drift off to sleep, I heard a thump, thump, thump on the bed. It was the gray kitty. She purred a little, and we both drifted off to sleep. Just like that, she had an ally, and I had a nap buddy. Each of our pets get one thing that none of the other pets get. We never allowed our cats on the tables or counters, but for Chibi, we made a small exception. From the armchair of the couch, she would jump to the fireplace mantle, and from there, she would jump onto the tall bookcase from which to view the world. Cats tend to like high places, and if she was feeling insecure about things, we could allow her that much. We put a small basket up and a comfy towel so that she could lay in. It seemed to help. Strange animals. Like I said... I was working a lot of hours back then. And because Chibi was a bit of a recluse, there were often three or four days that would go by when I didn't see her. But the reclusive could also be precocious. I might be in the bathroom and she would appear out of nowhere and say, Hello. She never really did learn how to pronounce her L's that well. But I'd always make a big deal out of it. Oh, Chibi, how are you? Oh, it's so good to see you. You always wonder how much animals understand. This is exhibit A, that they understand plenty. I would always make a big deal out of her appearances, and she enjoyed the adulation. One morning, she came back every five minutes or so. Each time, I would have the same response. Oh, Chibi, how are you? Oh, so good to see you. I counted eight times in an hour that she came back to me, each time receiving the same greeting. She liked being special. Strange animals that they are, Minnie and Chibi seemed indifferent to each other, often walking by each other without so much as an acknowledgement. But I noticed, after the wicked evil Kitty Michael passed away, the two would regularly curl up together on the couch at night. One gray and black furball of kittydom. I will always remember my gray kitty friend. Thanks for listening. Apparently, I can be heard on Spotify and iTunes. I'm also working to get onto some of the other platforms as well. You can also send comments and questions to Angels and Fur Coats 916 at gmail.com which makes me think 
If I'm Angels and Fur Coats 916, there must be 915 other handles that are Angels and Fur Coats. So much for originality, eh? This is 916 signing off. Again, many thanks.